that's what I need, a big fat vacation. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay. I want to welcome everybody to this week's episode of Jess and Rainey's Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. (laughs) I know, this is bad. This is really bad. (laughs) It's it's pretty terrible, yeah. Well, you know what's not terrible? Our podcast called Women Can't Parlay. Greetings from Texas. Howdy, (laughs) y'all. Women Can't Parlay, welcome back. Oh my, where's your cowboy hat and bolo tie? Oh shit, I definitely have one around here. I'm you know, sure. What if I put this this here feather in my hat? Did you know that I have actually never owned a pair of cowboy boots? What? Yeah, come on at me. Come on at me. <laughs> um, I've never been into that whole try to look like a cowgirl kind of thing. I, don't I get think. it. Every time I wear mine, I'm like, it's so like this is silly. cliche and fake. Yeah, it's like what everyone thinks that we do down here. And yeah, it's so not the norm at all, but no, I feel like it's like 50 50. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely more common than other states, absolutely. <laughs> and I think, like, for guys, it's a lot more common, but for girls just to like go out, hey, yeah. why do I need to wear cowboy boots? I don't. <laughs> I wear mine once a year, and that's to go to the rodeo, exactly. That's my point. Yeah, I just don't need a $300 pair of shoes to do that. You're right, and they don't feel good on your feet either. Oh, mine are pretty comfortable. I feel like I sound very not fun because you know me, I'm I'm really big on like costumes and looking the part. So you would <laughs> think I would be into that, but for some reason, well, I guess because we're Texans, it's different. Yeah, okay. because it's not it's not really a costume; it's more of a poser type. Exactly. Thing. Yeah, I think you're spot on. But this conversation reminds me. I was I've been trying to go through all my photos and like delete. <laughs> For extra storage because like oh. I mean I just have so many. So do I. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and I the the time that me and my ex roommate quit being roommates and our going away party oh. was friends themed. The best. We all wore wedding dresses. The best came up and I was just dying. I sent you a video of yourself. Have, oh so embarrassing. Why am I so embarrassing? I don't know. I was this close to posting it though. <laughs> I'll just put an emoji over my face. (laughs) Like put it on TikTok, maybe like a side by side with Channing Tatum. That would just like really highlight how terrible I am at doing that. Uh, Whatever. Um, It was awesome. (laughs) Well, we were also all definitely a million sheets to the wind by that point. Oh my God. That was such a fun party, but. Totally fun party. I'd like for y'all to pretend that y'all are moving out again. We can do that. So we can do it pregnant, again. So would it be as fun? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, I have that wedding dress hanging up in my closet because I will be wearing that again as a costume, people. I have mine too, and I don't know where it is. I guess at my mom's. I don't know. I mean, it was- I keep all of my like most of my costume me stuff <laughs> at my closet back home because obviously my apartment closet is too small. Totally. Although I do have some stuff here, like my you know nineteen. 19- 90s windsuit mm. well you never know when you need that though yeah exactly that has to stay with me at all times because you just yeah. never know when you need to bust out a fucking windsuit absolutely i have mine right over there in my corner cabinet yes awesome legit yeah. but yeah no i was dying laughing at those pictures and those videos i'm like i can't believe we like <laughs> i mean i can believe but we thought yeah, all wore wedding dresses that were like from Goodwill and went to the bar. And I've never felt like more of a celebrity in my life. Oh my God. It was, a, we didn't even get past like the front entrance. Yeah. We had like a line out the door to take photos with people. It was hilarious, yeah. which also is terrifying now thinking about how many people, random people have our pictures on their phones. Uh, it's horrifyingly <laughs> terrible. I don't, I don't remember a lot. We need to do more stuff like that, but actually like post it and then maybe we won't have to work anymore. Oh, sorry. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, that's that's the plan. Cool. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. We'll also have to like see each other more for that. Yes. Yes. That will have to be worked into the plan. Yeah. Content. Content. Kind of works better when we're in the same place. Yes. We work better together. Let's put it that way. 
Um, yeah, so I don't even know if we finished our intro, but I think we at least said hello. Maybe we said this is Women Can't Parlay. If not, that is, that's what this is. That is in fact who we are. I'm Jess. I'm Rainy. We're your hosts. Hmm, what the fuck is up? <laughs> yeah, sometimes is- <laughs> we're hosting, sometimes we're just talking and recording it and posting it online for you to listen to. And that's kind of what today is. Jess, y'all has like just given up right now. I hate, yeah. This is going to be a super um, interesting episode, (laughs) to say the least. Uh, Sports are getting a little slow, and also work is crazy. So crazy. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing (laughs) with life or this podcast. (laughs) That makes two of us, friend. Yeah, um, but... This was funny. The other day, I saw an article that was talking about how, like, in Texas, if you go to, like, the movie theater, there are giant pickles for sale. And apparently, that's, like, not a thing in the world. That's just a Texas thing. It does seem a little country, honestly. I guess now that I hear it, it's like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But I just never knew that that (laughs) was just a Texas thing. Yeah. Well, and that makes me curious. Is that just, like... Do they also not sell them at like football games? That's the post that I made on Twitter. I was like, (laughs) so you're telling me that if you go to like a football game, like a high school football game, there's not a giant jar of pickles for sale, like like one pickle for 75 cents each for sale for you to eat. (laughs) Because like, that's wild to me. That's childhood for me. Yeah. So, um, so that was kind of funny. I saw that. And I was laughing. So it's like, oh, okay. So that is hilarious. Yes. This is, this is us. This is what we do. Wear cowboy boots and eat fucking giant pickles. God, what else? I know there's, which I know every state has their thing. I just yeah. feel like sometimes ours are just a little, um, maybe not worse bigger. or better, but yeah, bigger for sure. Everything's bigger in sex. Though. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's plenty of those kind of things. It's just funny when you learn like yes. what's, not a norm in other states and you're like oh okay yeah yeah I've honestly never really thought of that I remember when I went to New York like I don't know at this point fucking 12 years ago probably actually probably longer than that and that makes me want to die so we'll continue I'm not going to look at the calendar um you know I love regular yellow mustard yeah most everything and I just wanted a hot dog with regular yellow mustard from like a hot dog vendor on the fucking street and yeah. that, that's like impossible to find yellow mustard in new york they is only like dijon mustard or no yeah whatever that is spicy yeah. that's all they I really know. use there i love that shit but i also i love i don't discriminate against any mustards honestly i mean i'll eat it but i just prefer yellow like regular yellow mustard so I, that's like i was just like why can't i find it in Every restaurant, every vendor, it was like, yeah, nowhere. Yeah, that's kind of weird, I guess. Yeah, it's one of my things where I was just like, why don't y'all like yellow mustard here? New York. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, this is the land of everything. Also, coincidentally, some people eat mustards and pickle. Mustard and pickles. God. I don't know. I don't do that. I did. Man, I'm not going to remember it. Cheese and mustard is really The other good. day I was somewhere and somebody put yellow mustard on something so random. And I was watermelon? like, no fucking, I think it was watermelon. It That's was like, watermelon. Was it Hillary Duff? <laughs> no, but does, do people do that? I think it's a thing right now. Like okay. I think it's a, like a TikTok thing. It maybe. must be because somebody did it and like, that's what they said. They're like, this is trending right now. And I was like, look, I love yellow mustard. I put it on. So Everything. much stuff. I put it on a lot of random stuff, but nothing like that. No. First of all, I hate a trend. I don't hate a trend, but I like to think sometimes I find the trend before it becomes a full-fledged trend. So it's not like, you know. Yeah, mustard not, and watermelon is just, that's just, you should be arrested for that. Couldn't agree more. Might as well just put it on your cinnamon rolls instead of icing. Like, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah. I mean, I, the, I would say the most random thing that I put mustard on, or I would, I don't even put it on. I, I will sometimes potato chips. Oh yeah. Specifically like regular ruffles. Yes. 
Yeah. I will dip those in mustard and it's really good. And that's probably about as random as it gets. I also like to put yellow mustard on like a chicken sandwich, Mm. but that's actually really good. People just trust me on that. (laughs) Trust me on that. (laughs) Coming from the person who likes yellow mustard on everything. I enjoy yellow mustard a lot. And I will eat ketchup with like the things that ketchup belongs with, like French fries (laughs) and even chicken strips, which makes no sense. But like a sandwich, I am a mustard person. I don't like mayo. I'm not into mayo. Um, see, I'm in like, give me a condiment. I'm like a condiment queen. <laughs> condiment, <laughs> guys. Everything. Ranch, obviously, is my number one. Yeah, see, I get a lot of shit for that because I don't like ranch. I mean, I don't hate you for it. It's just more for me. Yeah, I, I am always that person, though, like at Hooters. When they oh, say, yeah. do you want blue cheese or ranch? I always get the ranch and I shit. I give it to whoever else on the table needs it. You do, but I don't, I don't like ranch. Well, that's a good deed and a half, my friend. Yeah. Um, I mean, if anything, the calories saved is great. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'll eat it, but it's just like dipping like everything in it. I'm just not that person, but I'm the, I am the, uh, I'm not the majority on that. Yeah. That's a worldly thing, not a Texas thing. So question, question, do you also, I mean, you said you don't care for mayo, but like, it doesn't bother you that much, but like, cause a lot of people I know that don't like ranch also don't like to eat other white things like sour cream, mayonnaise, Miracle Whip stuff. I like mean, that. I think that's a, that's a fair statement. Like I don't like ranch. I don't like any of the things you just listed. Sour cream, <laughs> m- mayo, like I don't like any of those, but if I got a sandwich and they put mayo on it instead, I would You're not gonna die. through it, but I wouldn't care for it, but I'm not going to like freak out. Okay. I would try to like ask for mustard and douse it in mustard to like overcome the mayo taste. Mayo barely tastes to me. I know. That's what I'm saying. Hard. If it's on there, I could suffer through because it's not like that bad, but I mean, it's, or it's not like overbearingly. It's just like, it's like, I don't care for it. I think it's, and I think it's just gross in the jar. And that's probably half the reason. Like I'm such a weirdo about stuff like that, but for whatever reason, not with a condiment, like give me that big ass, like jar of mayo. I'll dip French fries in there. I'll dip chips in there. I'll eat anything. It like dipping wise. Yeah. But interesting. I I don't know that white. I, I definitely, the condiments that I do use like ketchup and mustard and whatever. I like a lot of it. Yeah. I need so much ketchup for like my fries or chicken nuggets or whatever it is that I'm eating with ketchup. I try not to even buy ketchup though, because I only eat ketchup with like terrible foods. Oh, I really just don't even buy it. Cause then it's like, whatever I'm eating with ketchup is not good for me. Yeah. Good call. So I just really don't try to even purchase it. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Cause I'm not one. I don't want to eat those foods without ketchup. So yeah, no, a hundred percent. My problem is I have like five racks in my refrigerator and they're all salad dressings and condiments and hot Do sauces. Do you think that, how did that go? Sorry, I'm going to reference a snake draft. It was an older one and they did sauces, oh but God. there was a controversy on is addressing a sauce. Cause I, oh, cause okay. So ranch must not, ranch is, ranch is, is a universal thing because they were, that was like, that's how it got started is they were wanting to draft ranch like one, one. And a guy was like, that's not a sauce. It's a dressing, but it's kind of a tricky one, but they ended up accepting it. Yeah. It's evolved to a sauce in my opinion. Yeah. I think, and you dip so much shit in there that that's like honey mustard would count even though it started out as a salad dressing. Exactly. I agree. Come on, snake draft. No, they, they did only one guy vetoed it. And I think it was just because he, in his head, thought it you know he he was trying to be like very ruly yeah and yeah. this guy is it's funny because he grew up I guess just differently in the sense that like he I guess his parents or whatever didn't allow like bad food in the house and stuff so when they have a lot of food-based drafts and stuff he doesn't know he does terrible <laughs> anyway we have gotten anyway. completely off topic yeah. Um, although we don't know the topics for today. <laughs> yeah. Here, let's pick one. We can, we can. Today, today is just Jess and Rainey have a conversation. Yeah. Jess and Rainey have had it up to here, which is very high above our bodies of shit. So there. 
Let's just start with the golf match. See what happens. Yeah, celebrity golf match. Standout moment when Charles Barkley bet $100,000 on himself that he'd finish in the top 70. (laughs) Out of, what was it, 80 golfers or 90? 80, I think. Yeah, well, I guess we'll just open it with the Brady, Mickelson, Rogers, DeChambeau matchup. Because last we left off, that was going on last week at this time. Yes. And we, you know, weren't here to report the winners because it wasn't over with when we recorded. So DeChambeau and Rogers ended up winning that match up. Yeah. Yeah. And it was pretty eventful, I would say. Um, I think, too, we, like, I don't know if it, I think it was you that made a comment about, like, the earpieces yeah. And like, turns out like that was just like, a full, yeah, yeah, full blown. Like that's how they were all talking to each other. And the commentators could speak yeah. to them and they could speak back to the commentators. So that was really interesting to watch. Yeah. Um, and it definitely had for some funny moments. Oh, no doubt. I mean, I don't care what anybody says. Tom Brady is on his MFing game I know. everywhere in life. It's his world and we're all fucking living in it. Well, I feel like I read this thing about uh, some, he he played for the Patriots for like half a season. Um, I think he plays for the Steelers now. He's some defensive end. I don't really know who he is, but he, there was some article where he's talking about how much he hated how the Patriots do things. He was like, obviously people are going to continue to go there because they're like, they're a winning team and blah, blah, blah. But he was like, it's zero fun. He was like, we could, we didn't get like lunch breaks or anything. He was like in like 10 to 15 minute breaks in between stuff we had to do. I just go shove a bunch of food in a cup and then just eat it on my way back. Yeah. So I was like, what? So, which whatever, I don't like Bill Belichick. So it was fine for me to hear that. So my thought process is Tom Brady's finally free. (laughs) He's able to like have fun and he is like legit snowbirded it down to Florida and he is doing just that. Yeah. That was kind of my, my, thought too and i think i may have said that on a prior pod was belichick holding him back a little bit and now he's just cat out of the bag or tiger out of the cage or whatever the fuck you want to call it and he's just like living his best life i don't know yeah he truly is i mean evidently he is (laughs) fuck i was gonna say but he is definitely the best version of himself right now for sure and Speaking of those earpieces, one of the funnier moments of that was when Gronk called in mm-hmm. and him and Brady are talking and he so, was like giving him shit about, you know, being on the course and like neat having other things to be concerned with. And he's like, oh, no, I'm sizing up my competition. I've got, you know, Mr. Aaron Rodgers, like 30 feet in front of me. He's the leader of the Packers, I think. And kind of like alluded to like not knowing if he's going to yeah. play or not. And Gronk not realizing that he's on the speaker oh. and oh. that Rogers can hear him. He's like, oh no, he's done for. He looks lazier than I did in retirement or something oh, yeah. like that. And right. And fucking Rogers is like, what? That's so good. Yeah, and then just typical Gronk was like, oh am I on like speaker? Can everyone hear me? I didn't realize. I'm like, Oh shit. Here we go. <laughs> so awesome though, because that could have easily have been, he totally didn't know he was on or he totally did know. He Agree. Was yeah. Like, we'll never know. Cause it's, yeah, it's no, I had the same thoughts. I'm like, there's a chance that could have been a totally like planned bit, but there's just a small part of me, especially with the way he reacted. That's like, I don't know that it was so much was, but yeah, it certainly could have been. Yeah, no, it was, it was hilarious. Oh, goodness. Okay, so celebrity golf match. We've got Charles oh. Barkley betting on himself. Which, so that's funny. So, because I guess he's obviously played in this tournament, like, forever, a long time. And he's always, like, dead last. He's terrible. <laughs> so, <laughs> this year, he, but he's, like, a fan favorite, right? So, like, everybody loves him, of course. So, this year, he's, like, I guess he's been practicing in the off season. So, he was, like, okay. yeah. I feel like, you know, I might do okay this year. He's like, or I feel, I feel good enough to bet a thousand or a hundred thousand dollars that I'll finish in the top 70. So like, obviously Vegas had some odds and this, that, and the other, uh, he finished 76, <laughs> which isn't bad, but if there's 80 golfers, like maybe there's more in that. I think there's like 90. Okay. Um, um so he lost a hundred thousand dollars. He would have, it would have paid out, uh, 
500,000 if he would have won or gotten the top 70. Um, Tony Romo got third. Love him. Yep. Del Negro got first. He's the first. What? Vinny Del Negro. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the first basketball player to ever win the tournament. So I liked that. Yeah, I'm just looking at um, Joe Pavelski. That's a hockey player. He got sixth. Mike Madonna, eighth. Steph Curry, nine. Yep. Dang. I know. It was star-studded. It uh, really Fitzy. is. Fitzy played. I don't know if he – I don't know what place he ended up getting, but he played. Who did? Fitz. Fitzy. Fitzmagic. Oh, Fitz. I thought you said Fitty. I was like, Fitty said? <laughs> no, that mofo somewhere here in Houston. Just like Really? Maybe. Why? Ew, well, Doug Peterson I think, played gross. What? I said, ew, Doug Peterson played gross. Ew. P-E-D-E-R. No. <laughs> Everybody knows if that's your name, you've got to change the D to a T. You just that, have like, to. You just have weird. to. Oh, TJ Oshie. Love him too. Another uh, one there. No, it was good. I mean, if I kind of wish I had time to watch it because there was a lot of like cool people. Anyway, there are shit ton of celebrities there and athletes and it was cool. And I wish I would have watched more. Yeah. I unfortunately did not either, obviously. (laughs) Well, but it's awesome time. I'm sure there's a lot of fun highlights coming out of that. Cool. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, well, let's try to talk. Let's try. Let's attempt to talk about the fight next well and let's start let's start with the lead up right so they've already met each other twice Mm -hmm. this is obviously conor mcgregor and dustin poirier poirier whatever i think it's poirier poirier i think it is just really hard for me to say yeah i said poirier last episode and then i kept hearing people say poirier and i was like okay i don't it is it's frenchy so yeah i think it's french for sure but i'm like you guys know who we mean so but yeah anyway They've met twice. Each has won one. And like, they fucking hate each other. Mm-hmm. I think there's more hate from Dustin to Connor because, and we have our differences on this. And I just like, I am just not a huge fan of Connor McGregor. I never have been, but that's just because I don't do well. I've said this before too, with that, that cocky attitude, the personality, I get it's a lot of, I mean, you talk shit. That's part of your thing yeah. for MMA and like boxing and all that stuff. However, he kind of takes it a little too far sometimes. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> so, but anyway, so coming up, like coming into their second fight, he was kind of like decent towards Poirier and it was kind of fine. And then obviously what happened happened. So now they're on their third match and everybody's talking like, is this going to be Connor's last fight? Like they're like, well, if he wins, then maybe, but if he loses, he'll continue to fight and like all this crap. Some people think he's washed up. There's all this stuff. And then at the end of the first round, yikes did you watch it no and i refused to well i I was watching it live (laughs) so i had no choice holy shit like literally we're like he just broke his own ankle like he just fell down like how did that happen it was so fast no 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 and then they replayed it thirty-five thousand times and when i first of all all, all MMA fighters, like everybody in that realm are extreme athletes, extreme like pain tolerance. Like I don't, I can't even begin to tell you, Jess, it looked like this. Ugh. And That's he was sitting finger. there, he was sitting there calling Dustin Poirier's wife a hoe and that she was like sliding into his DMs with his leg looking like this. Was it his leg or his ankle? It was his ankle, but okay. like, right. Yeah, it was his ankle, but still it's part. An ankle is part of a leg. It doesn't matter. It shouldn't look like this. No, anymore. I'm just trying to get the visual because I'm like, I, I I unfortunately, you know, had to watch Dax because hello, oh, I watched yeah. all of the games, but I, I hate do. watching injuries. Like I'm not oh, one I, of those people. And I nah, I'm like, I refuse to watch this. No, it's, it's horrible. And I mean, you know, he went through surgery and he'll be fine. Like he's a freak athlete, be fine, whatever. Like he has a road to recovery and that sucks for him truly. Like right. I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy. But as much as I hated how he reacted to like losing and all this stuff, I'm like, you still got to give the man credit for the pain tolerance, which granted he was probably just like hopped up and like excited and pissed. So he probably couldn't even feel it, but yeah, wild. I was a big fan of Conor McGregor with his come up. And I mean, when he was, you know, undefeated or maybe only had like one loss or something, I don't remember like back in the like, 
early 2010s, I would say, or mid 2010s. Yeah. Um, But I've really grown out of being like a huge fan of his. I mean, there's maybe like, I just don't, I'm not a big UFC person. Like I just don't have much. Well, it's just like watching injuries all the time. Right. Exactly. But I can watch like the fights. I just, those kind of injuries are like a different thing. Like I just can't do it. And I'll watch a fight if it's on, but I'm just not like a big, like, oh my God, like I'm not invested in UFC. I don't know the fighters that well. I don't know a lot. Conor McGregor would be the one and only that really like got me into it at all. But I've really kind of even grown out of caring for him so much. Like there might be a part of me deep down that always weirdly like roots for him to win, but I don't care at the end of the day. And a lot of his antics more recently have just been kind of like, what the fuck? Um, well, and, and I think a lot of yeah. it is very much part of the game for sure. Like it's all, you know, embroiled sure. in the sport of, of UFC and, and boxing's the same way, you know, that's kind of how it, how it all works. But yeah, so I just, I, I'm kind of with you. Like, I don't, I'm no, I don't really care for him. I used to at one time, but now I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Well, I feel like a lot of people are giving Poirier a hard time of like, if you don't like the fucking antics, then don't do this. Don't be in this sport, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, technically he said, he didn't say I've never liked it. He's just like, I'm just kind of over that type of stuff. He was like, mm-hmm. I don't, he still loves to fight. Well, I don't even know that he really said that. He said he kind of, he likes it, but like, He's like, I'm really good at it. So I like to do it. But he's like, I'm just kind of over this part of it. And he was like, I know it's part of the game. So to me, I'm like, there are different levels. And when you have three fights with the same guy that you literally fucking hate Mm -hmm. and within the amount of time they paddle in, I mean, that can drag you down. I mean, anything like that can make you rethink things like sports or whatever the fuck. But I just don't really understand the judgy. Well, obviously I'm a fan of him. Like he's a really good person. He does things like he's a good dude. So I tend to want to side with him, but it is part of the game. So I do agree a little bit of like, well, you're going to have to move on if you want to keep doing it. Like you're going to have to just deal with it. But also there's nothing wrong with fucking saying like, Hey, I don't like that. You threaten my family. (laughs) Like, right. Yeah. I, I think that trash talk should be kept for, just generally the people, the contenders of the fight, your wife and kids should be off limits. Now, I think this one might be a little bit different because there does seem to be some proof that she slid into his DMs. I don't know why or what she said. I didn't really look into that. I just saw the photo that he posted. Yeah. So maybe, maybe it's a little different with just her, but I don't know. It is what it is. It is part of the sport, right? So definitely it's, I just feel like this particular match had him coming out looking worse than normal when usually you can just, you kind of move on. Cause it's like, it's Conor McGregor. Like you expect that. But at what point are we like, okay, that was a little over the line. Right. No, I agree. And did you say like, I don't, sorry if I missed it, but like how exactly did he break it? Like, so I'm so it, confused by this. So like, you're going to have to watch it. I saved one for you to watch and you know when it's coming so you can look away. But what Dustin and some other folks said that Conor McGregor was denying was that Poirier kicked him and like he checked the kick or something. It's called something else, I'm sure. But they think in that moment he must have like fractured Mm -hmm. his leg there because nothing happened. Like in that moment where he falls back and breaks his fucking ankle, he wasn't touched. Like he literally stepped back and his fucking ankle crumbled underneath him. That's why I was so confused because that's kind of what I kept reading or understanding about it. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I assumed there was maybe something that happened like right before, like you said, that fractured. I mean, he wasn't acting like it. He like, he was dancing around. He was like doing the damn thing. But then that happened and it was like, what, which granted they had been rolling. Poye took him down and then they, so they were kind of just like on the ground for a while, Yeah, but they had gotten some kicks in. So like, I think it had to have happened and there's no, so I'm like Connor. Cause he kept being like, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. And it's like, bro, run the tapes back. Because if that didn't happen, like you got some nine year old lady osteoporosis going on. Yeah. Yeah. You need, you need to, to go that. to the doctor and get you on a milk commercial, bro. <laughs> oh <laughs> my God. Yeah. So that's crazy. 
Yeah, I'm sure more will come out about it as like the days go on. But. Yeah, well, and I feel like so the series is to one now, and there's people already talking about four. Mm. Like, well, even in Dustin Poirier's after interview, he's like, well, because I guess before, and I think I messed this up the last time, but I don't know if Conor McGregor before the fight was saying like, oh, Poirier's going to be leaving on a stretcher. Oh and yeah, Conor, in fact, left on a stretcher. Yes, for some I, reason I, I read that. Okay. But afterwards, so they were saying, I don't know if Poye was asked like, Hey, are y'all going to fight again? He was like, Oh, we're definitely fighting again, whether it's here or on the sidewalk. Mm. So it's like, yikes. Yeah. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Definitely hide your wife. (laughs) It's so awkward. So awkward. And Connor, I mean, love him or hate him. Like he does his job. He pulls in a crowd. Like that's what he does. He makes so much money. Like he's I think the number one paid athlete in the world. I wouldn't be shocked by that. I'm pretty sure. Like, Is that I counting like the whiskey line? Yeah, yeah he, it's like, it's everything. Because that was also plastered all over the ring. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they were a sponsor of the event. But like in terms Art. of actual income, not necessarily to the sport itself. I believe it was including all sponsorships and everything. He's number one over Messi, over... Dak, Shiano, yeah, that doesn't surprise me actually. Like, he's pretty smart when it comes to that shit, I think. But moving, did you catch at all the Greg Hardy fight? Nope. So, because you know Greg Hardy, right? He's mm-hmm. playing for the Cowboys. Yeah. Yes. Kind of a psycho. Well, he just but... decided to join like UFC or MMA like three years ago. Yeah, which so, is so crazy. It's so crazy. And he's kind of like a freak athlete. Like he lost his ass the other night um, against, I don't, I can't pronounce his name. I'm going to butcher it. It's like the first time we tried to say uh, Tua Tungavailoa. Uh, so anyway, uh, uh, got knocked out like pretty quick. Like Tua Vasa, I think is his last name. Ty Tua Vasa, maybe. That's how anyway, it looks, right? Oh, uh, well, thanks. We're going to take it. But he's out of Australia. But like, 67 seconds into the fight. Yeah. <laughs> Round one. Not <laughs> Which I'm like, Greg Hardy's not a great human, but it is interesting to watch this athletic journey of him just going from football to this. And he's actually doing a decent job. I mean, and he's in the heavyweight division, which he is a huge dude, but sometimes I'm like, that punch hurts a little more than <laughs> like a hundred pounds on a hundred pounds, but right. It's all relative, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yikes. No, I didn't. Like I said, I didn't watch or really cover any of it, but I did kind of read that he was doing that. Yeah, I was a pretty yikes. Yeah, I don't want to go back and watch that now. Yeah, it's a whole that I can watch. I can watch that kind of stuff, but like that fucking leg injury, I just really don't have no interest in seeing that. Yeah, if I had any premonition or knowledge that that was happening before I started that fight, I wouldn't have watched it. Um, and, anyway, that's all I have. It was interesting. It was very exciting. There were a lot of good fights, but okay, that was disgusting. Um, well, let's shift gears a little bit to bit. the. I don't think this could be more opposite of what we were just talking about, but let's talk about the spelling bee. Let's Zaila Avant Garde. Yeah, became the first African American to win the Scripps National Spelling Bee in their. 96th edition of the competition yeah very cool she's 14 years old from new orleans and she won the 2021 crown when she correctly spelled maria apparently as a type of tree uh this particular win so it was funny because she kind of made a little joke about the word that she got because she had spelled like she had had to spell like really hard fucking words before this this one i mean not saying it was easy but yeah. it's definitely easier than some of the prior ones and i think when she got the word she kind of like knew she had it yeah and she made a little joke about like using it not using it in a sentence i think she referenced like does it derive from a word of a um, comedian um in the united states like referencing bill murray so she like it was actually kind of cute if you watch her win and she like even commented that you know she was excited because on her winning word she got to like make a little joke so she's adorable yeah she is she's a little like ball of personality well yeah a hundred percent she is and that being said like on her 
So she's 14 now. It may have been on her 13th birthday. She wanted to celebrate by beating a Guinness Book of World Records mm-hmm. record. And she did. And then she continued to do that. So I don't... Tracy yeah, she has down. a whole lot. Oh, of she list. has three. Yeah, yeah has I was going to say, she has more than one. I don't know that they're all still standing or not, but they all have to do with like her ability to like dribble basketballs and juggle yeah. basketballs. And yes. like I've seen videos of her like doing them on... She has like four or five basketballs that she's juggling and, and dribbling all at the same time while she's on one of those fucking... Uh, what are those called a uh, unicycle or what is it no it's i don't think i saw that video like the paul blart mall cop things oh like a Segway. Segway, yes <laughs> yeah so i yeah so she has several or had had several guinness world records i'm not sure if she still holds them or not probably at least a couple of it them it says It says, as of four days ago, she currently holds three Guinness World Records, most bounce balls juggled in one minute, four, most basketball bounces in 30 seconds, four basketballs, and most basketballs dribbled by one person simultaneously, which is six. Yeah. And I watched that video. It was like, holy shit. Then I watched a whole video of a bunch of clips of her, like, actually playing basketball in games. And it's wild. She would have. She would have whipped my ass my senior year of college and she's 14 years old. Like, I think colleges are already looking at her. Like, yeah, I think I read where she was offered scholarships already. Now that could have been from the spelling bee or the basketball. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. Um, But I have no doubt because I saw some of the same similar videos I'm sure of her playing and she is like, she can, she can fucking play. Like, yeah. She ain't messing around and um, she definitely knows how to handle the ball. Clearly she has fucking, Guinness World Records yeah. holding holding them based on dribbling. Yeah, fourteen um, years old. Like I think sky's the limit for her. Well, yeah, sky is the limit for her because she not only like said two years ago that she wanted to win the national spelling bee and then did. She also is saying like one day she hopes to play in the NBA in the WNBA, NBA. maybe coach, go to Harvard, and if she doesn't play basketball in the WNBA, she wants to maybe have a career in, at NASA. Yeah, like dope. Like she's just shooting for the fucking sky here, and yeah, put in the universe. Yeah, I mean, I love it, and I don't see why she can't achieve any of these things. Like she clearly sets her mind to stuff and then goes for it. Yeah, I love her. I really need to like take note and maybe pick up some like motivational tactics from this from this girl because uh, she's doing literal circles around me. Yeah bouncing five thousand while bouncing six basketballs yes yeah no she's uh she's dope i'm excited to see what she does next honestly she's fucking 14 years old yeah i know i'm 14 i was watching her junior high basketball games and i'm thinking back to our junior high basketball games and the only games that i was really good at threes is for those really small courts that had like cut off oh yeah so they literally just went like there's the top of the key and then it just goes straight down. I'm like, usually they just go out of bounds and you just don't get those side shots. But this was just like, that's just not a regulation three, but those are the only ones I could make. I wasn't strong enough in this girl. When I was 14, I was like trying to figure out how to like convince my parents to let me go to an NSYNC concert or buy me tickets to an NSYNC concert. So like her goals and my goals are just like a little bit different. different. Yeah. Um, And uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I was trying to get a Guinness book of guinness record of like building the biggest rubber cement ball like (laughs) that's nothing to do with anything (laughs) i still stand i want to attempt a world record for what do you call it like treading water yeah because i can tread water like forever like it's and people don't believe me like micah um and we went to florida together once and like i showed them like i can tread water for like hours like it's in yes yeah superpower <laughs> yeah so i think i think i've looked it up before and the world record was like i don't even remember but whatever it is i'm certain i could beat it the only problem is i need i was just like i don't know how that works being in like the water like overnight and stuff like i'd have to be careful about like hyperther- hypothermia and shit like that i need to find like yeah. A heated a deep pool. indoor pool or heated pool or something and make sure safety precautions are taken. But 
Yeah, um, do I? I mean, I'll be there. I'll be your coach. Or that's I'll what I was gonna, yeah, that's the only other request I had is that people are going to have to take shifts talking to me. Yeah, but no, I can do it. Like I, I can oh tread water for infinite amounts of time. I'm so in. <laughs> We're going to have to do a poll. Yeah, and um, people don't believe me when I say that, and I'm like, well, I can. So I believe you. I'm in. I'm ready. Go team. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in a pool, so that's just, I don't know if that's why I'm not really sure. It's a weird uh, skill that I have. Hey, I'm down. You don't have to have a reason. Yeah. It's probably just my boobs that like hold me afloat. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Well, I feel like if you're treading water, you have to be moving some. So yeah, it wouldn't I don't be know. I, or- I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'm usually moving some, but not a whole lot. I guess I'm just well, brilliant. I don't know. Do you not tread water easily? I don't usually try ever. Okay. I'm like, I'm I'm like, like, I don't know. Maybe it's not like a skill versus like, it's just. No, I think it definitely is a skill. It's a life-saving skill, bro. Yeah. But I'm more of like a water watcher. Like I like to dip when I'm hot or like if I need to pee, I just jump into the ocean or the lake. But, um, mm -mm, no. I love being in the water, but I'm more of a, a swimming pool person. I'm not, I don't really care for the ocean scary water at all i'm not big on the ocean like i i love going to the beach but yeah, like too. that's why i love cabo so much speaking of we need to figure that out not today though too much on the plate for today yeah. i love cabo though because you're not really supposed to get in the water so it's perfect because it's like you're on the beach and like all the pools are like on the yeah. beach so you're like yeah. in the water but you're not in the ocean yeah cool and there's usually a bar in the pool in the pool yeah no yeah. that's my that's my jam right there yeah that's my perfect time same i'm not really big on sand either but it's fine i'll do it i just i'm not really big on like getting in the ocean and like the salt water is just eh. nope i'm with you i would like to go uh, i mean i know i've said this like forty thousand times already but like i would like to go back to chicago and do the playpen thing in the lake See how that is because the lake is beautiful. And because, like, you know, Chicago's on the water, but it's not the ocean, it's yeah. Lake Michigan. Yeah. And it's really, really fucking pretty. So, like, in the summer, you know, like the hundred days of the year that Chicago is actually fucking livable, it's like everybody's in the ocean or fuck in the lake. Like, yeah. And they call it the playpen. Oh, so cool. I'm like, I want to go back and do that because when we were there, it was a little too early for that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would like to go back like real summer because I think I could get on board with that. Yeah, me too. I mean, I like going to the lake, but the lakes that we go to are fucking disgusting. Um, so I think that one looks pretty nice. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think there are bodies in every single lake out there. But well, yeah, I'm certain there's many in this one, but it looks pretty. Yeah, no, I get it. It's a lot bigger than the ones we it's use. Huge. Yeah, it's it's basically oceanic. It's just a lake. It's a great lake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, cool. Cabo, Chicago. Got it. Two C's. Yeah. We really need to make a list of all the things that we're going to do and go. Yeah, we do. But first, let's move on. Yeah, we should probably finish this podcast first. Yeah, let's do that. Let's give our, let's give our fans what they want. <laughs> Uh, okay. I don't know what that is. Ending this podcast. Yeah. I don't know what that is exactly, but sure. I don't either. Um, okay. So what next? So yeah, let's talk about baseball a little bit, but yeah, I'm just like, I don't even know where to go here. I feel like we were always going to talk about the spider attack situation, but then we kind of never did. And it may be like a long gone topic, but if we want to, and then we had the home run derby last night and also the, all-star softball game. Yeah. Well, the celebrity. No, well, we have the celebrity, oh, the the celebrity <laughs> softball game, but the all-star game is going on. Too. Yes. So we'll kind of just go talk about whatever you start us off. Um, well, also, <laughs> no, we're going to talk about baseball for a short moment. And the first thing I want to mention about baseball right now is that the Los Angeles Angels drafted 20 pitchers out of their 20 draft picks. <laughs> Yes. So obviously they need some arms. 
I just thought that was hilarious. I know there's a lot more behind that, but yeah, I'm sure. And I don't know enough about their strategy, but yeah, that is crazy. And I did see that headline today and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, I know all the sports are so different, but could you imagine like, we'll just say somebody else like the Rams. Well, they never get first round draft picks. So we'll just say the Cowboys drafted a quarterback in every single draft position. (laughs) I mean, maybe that's what we should do next time. You're right. Maybe we should. Who knows? Not really. We don't have a weakness of quarterbacks, at least cross your fingers. No, we don't. We do not. We do not. not. No, but I just thought that was hilarious. Um, (laughs) It's very interesting to like read and be like, huh? Yeah. Let's see how their strategy works out. Yeah. I actually clicked on it because I thought it was like a typo. Uh, The sticky tack. Yeah. I'm actually, I mean, we're going to go back and forth on this because then we're going to go back to silly stuff, but I like whatever it's called spider tack. I think it's like a brand name. Spider tack, same thing. But it's like, uh, which I didn't know sunscreen because to me, sunscreen slimy, but they mix like sunscreen with, um, What's that shit on the pitcher's mound? Mound something. Rosin. Yeah, um, to make it sticky to whatever. So, it, I guess my thought process with the whole thing is, I guess I really didn't know how prominent it was, or like yeah. I just don't give a shit enough about it. But it's a rule that you're not really supposed to use it, but it hasn't been really enforced mm-hmm. until all of a sudden, like it's been changing the game of baseball, right? Like there are so many less hits and all this crap. So. I think they like impose some new rules like this year, kind of making it more of a, Hey, we're banning this type of thing. Or like, we're going to be checking for it more often. So now more pitchers are getting hurt and they're blaming it on that. And I guess I'm on both sides where I think just wait till after the season. And then like in the off season, make new rules and just say like, you can get used to it now if you want or whatever. But also I'm on the fence of, if we need to get rid of it or if we just let it be part of the game, like how many pitchers don't do this? Cause mm-hmm. I bet it's less than how many do. Based on evidence that I've seen and heard, I think we can safely say most pitchers are using it. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm out of line when I say that, but there's just been a lot of data coming out now in recent weeks and months of pitcher performance Yeah, and it's gone like way down. So yeah. it's just evident there that like, yeah, there's a lot of pitchers probably, or the probability is high, but I mean, I guess I don't know 1000% for sure, but it seems very much like from people that I've heard talking about it in the league and like are surrounding the league that like, yeah, it's pretty well known that it's very much used and it's very much has been used for a long time. And I think there's just a lot of people who are confused by what's going on right now and really like a lot of conspiracy theories coming out about why all of a sudden MLB is cracking down on it because it has been sort of this unwritten rule thing where it's like, we, you're not supposed to use it, but everybody does. Yeah. And I think like a few years ago, there was some controversy coming out about this with Trevor Bauer and like nothing happened. Yeah. So it's kind of weird that like all of a sudden they're pushing it and cracking down on it so hard and so oddly where they stop in the middle of the game to check pitchers or like not in great moments either and the way that it's check him and then it really messes with their head yeah whether they're using it or not like I think there should be roles surrounding how and when you can check the pitcher for it check it as they change in and out or something in between the innings but like not mid fucking play yeah yeah yeah, yeah. very odd to me and um yeah I agree I think for something this big or prominent should definitely be like a out of season conversation. Yes. Where, or like once you're down to like world series type stuff, when a lot of the teams are out, you start talking about it. So by the time that's over with, you have a decision and a lot, everybody's aware and they can be a part of the conversation because this doesn't make any sense. But I will say overall, it does sound like this is a performance enhancing substance a little bit more than say, Oh, I don't know. Pot. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, it definitely is. I mean, that's definitely the point of why pitchers use it. It helps their spin on the ball way more because it's like so stuck to their hand by the time they release it, the spin, it has like more of a, like a rotation. And um, that is harder for batters to hit it. Right. Um, So yeah, it's definitely performance enhancing. And I think too, it's like with the sunscreen, 
it was like that's what pitchers kind of had discovered is like by using sunscreen and then the rosin to mix together it kind of almost made like at least a very dense version of it yeah it was almost like a kind of a like loophole of the rule because it's not really spider tack but it kind of helped a little bit but what sucks is it's like if you ban sunscreen i mean these pictures are fucking standing out in the sun. Oh yeah, you can't you know, do that. Yeah, lawsuits, lawsuits coming at you. Yeah, you can't so tell me I can't wear sunscreen. Like, yeah, it's um, tough, and I can definitely understand them, you know, banning it. But I agree, it certainly should happen mid, 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 like you know, in between the interim of like the season yeah. ending and starting again. Like, yeah. you can start. You should not start doing that like midway through the season. And if you do, like you need to do better. But I, I totally am on your same page. Like the way they're going about this is crazy. And just the videos that you see come out of these pictures, like getting fucking shaked down in the middle of the fucking field is just absolutely nuts. Absolutely nuts to me. Yeah, it's chaos. It's like somebody said, oh, they shouldn't do that. And they're like, oh, done. Here's a rule. Yeah. We're going to yeah. enforce it starting now. And it's yeah. like, there's no plan. They're just like no. flying by the seat of their pants. And I'm kind of all over the place on this because you know me and anybody who knows me, I'm a fucking rural follower. So I would totally be one of the only pitchers in the league not using it because it is a rule. And I would be fucking pissed at other people, but I need somebody smart and maybe it's out there already. But like I need some algorithm run so we can see because one of the, or some of the things I kept reading was, well, if we stop doing this, more batters are going to get hurt. Like there's less this, like it's batters out, get hurt it's more. Out there. there's more like, walk-offs and all this stuff. So I'm like, I want to see the numbers, not because I think anybody's right or wrong, just because I'm curious and I don't know, yeah. but I'm like, how many pitchers do this versus how many don't, how many pre, I don't know. Cause they've always used it, but like before, like I want to see numbers, like when they start to change, like I want a whole graph of like when I've seen them started going down, send them to me. <laughs> I've seen them. They're out there. It's, it's just interesting, interesting because like we're only a matter of weeks in and you can kind yeah. of already see that trend, but it's just, yeah, I don't know. And again, I think that's what sucks with changing it like mid season. And I think there are probably some pitchers who are following the rules and who are not using it. So yeah, I, I can sympathize with that, but yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. It's just, um, and I just, I, I think for me, the bigger story is like, why is the MLB pushing this now? Now. And, and there right. has to be a reason that they have a vested interest and in why they're causing this chaos. But what would it be? I don't know. I've read and I've heard a few different conspiracy theories. I don't know enough about like the inner, like the inner workings of baseball to know why and what and oh, how that impacts that certain things. But yeah, but what I, would one be? Like, do you know one off the top of your head? Just to cause chaos within, like, the teams themselves and, like, the union of baseball against the upper upper workings of, like, the corporate part of baseball for yeah. them to have, like... So there's, like, different things that are occurring in, like, the next year. Um, I, don't, I don't know, like, specifics, and that's kind of what I mean by, like... I'm sure there's people out there who understand the inner, inner workings of baseball a lot better than I do and know the shit. But I think from, you know, what I've heard and what I've read, it's more of a conspiracy about the MLB doing this to sort of cause chaos within like the players associations. And, and then that divides everyone. And then there are some things like big adjustments happening next year that the then they think like the corporate offices and the 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 big wigs of MLB will have sort of a they will have leverage there then gotcha. by breaking up kind of this you know people will be on different sides of this and that so yeah because so they're trying to divide so they can conquer exactly that's exactly that's the best way to put it in layman's terms yeah no it makes sense a just because it makes sense but also as a conspiracy theory it totally makes sense yeah exactly it it, there's a lot to it when you know you sit here and look at it and you're like well why all of a sudden are they pushing it now like there's definitely an argument for that kind of theory absolutely yeah and it really falls in line so interesting i'm I'm interested to see oh do i like the word interesting somebody needs to get a thesaurus yeah or what's the conspiracy theory on that because the theory is that it's yes factual that we overuse the term interesting yes fact 
Um, and that in fact is not interesting. <laughs> um, no, I am curious to watch that unfold. What's going to come out? Baseball's in the hot seat. Did you have anything on the home run derby? Um, on the home run derby. So I guess the New York Mets first baseman, Pete Alonzo won. So I guess he defended yes. his title because he also won in 2019. Correct. And I don't think they did it last year. No, they did not. Okay. So there's that. Cool. I just wanted to mention that he won because really what I was going to. Yeah. Him winning is not like the, the major (laughs) headlines of the home run derby from last night. No, which you can hit me with some of your headlines then because. Well, I watched it. A couple things. Number one, Joey Gallo got screwed. So I don't know what ESPN's deal is, but like, and I'm not trying to say I'm like an avid watcher of the home run derby by any stretch of the imagination. Um, okay. It just kind of intrigued me because there were odds on it. And I don't know that I really knew that like that was a thing. And yeah. it really blows my mind when there's odds on anything like this to begin with. And I'm just going to sit here and say like, as a gambler or as a, someone who's attempting to become a gambler, yeah. um, I don't know that I would want to throw money at anything like this because it's, it's all for Who fun. Knows? It's yeah. not real, but it's, you know, like they just, there are certain things that they're taking seriously. Obviously it's a big production, but they're not giving a fuck at the end of the day. So oh. it's like with, and like I saw that there's lines on like the all-star game too. And it's just like, I don't trust that the inner workings of that aren't cert- like set and that, you know, there are certain people that they want to succeed at that. Really? Also some of the athletes try harder than others. Like I just am shocked that there's lines on this at all. Yeah. Or on no, these types of things. So like, I'm just going to say for now, like I'm someone who's going to stay away from that kind of shit because I just think, I just don't understand why you would, like, I I fear putting any sort of money on that. And for instance, like this particular reason, Gallo last night, if you're watching it and he didn't get credited for a bat, but like the guy, like somebody else, like they said that like he didn't get it because the pitcher didn't throw it in time. But yet there's like side-by-side photos of where somebody else got credited for a bat where the ball was still like in his pitcher's hands, like way more than Gallows was. Like he got screwed. Yeah. But it's like people who had money on him also got hosed, but like nobody yeah. cares because it's the fucking home run uh, derby. Home run derby. It's like, well, what do you expect? But yeah. I do think it's sad because I'm like with like ESPN's coverage, I think there are a lot of things that they're just like not doing and are overlooking to improve the home run derby yeah. coverage, which was crazy to me. They weren't like showing or reporting like the distances of the ball itself. And then the pitchers weren't supposed to throw the next pitch until the last one landed. And it's like, that should not be the home run derby. Like the home run derby should be pitch, bat, pitch, bat. Yeah. Pitch, once bat. you like, know it's you the home run, getting you go. Yeah. You should be getting out as many bats as you possibly can. Like, that's the fucking point. Yeah. So just weird things like that where I was like, what the fuck? Like, this kind of sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, do better, ESPN. No, that's weird. And that sucks. Obviously, I didn't watch it. So I don't know. Like I said, I'm not really, I'm not like somebody who's invested in like the home run derby every year, but um, like I just watched it cause it was like one of the only sporting things on last night. And yeah. I just was kind of intrigued. And then it was like the whole time I'm like, well, the whole point of a home run derby is like, how many home runs can they hit and how far can they fucking hit the ball? And yeah. it's like, both of those things were fucked with the yeah. production. So well, just kind of my personal views and comments. And I think I've seen a lot of other people saying that too. Today. Yeah. Well, so they did measure some, right, though, because they have the longest. Right. No, I think ultimately they measure, but it's like just the way on TV in real time it's being portrayed is like there's technology for you to be able to tell us like this one's going this far, this one, this, you know, and then like, so it's just kind of the more like in the moment production value that's being missed, like totally over, like there's just a big opportunity there. Yeah. Because why else would you want to watch it if you couldn't see that stuff? Exactly. Like, right. that's wild. Um, the previous home run derby, longest home run mm-hmm. or longest hit ball, whatever, 
was held by Aaron Judge that he hit in 2017, which was 513 feet, Mm -hmm. which is insane. So Trevor Story, who plays for the Colorado Rockies, he is where this was held. Yeah, which is an awesome stadium, by the way. So I've never been, but I've heard it's amazing. It's Coors Stadium. You've been to Denver, right? No. Sis, I'm your girl. On my list. Cool. I'm your girl. I keep trying to get people. Shall we in October? Maybe. It's not that cold yet. Yeah. We'll see. We'll tr- we'll look into I it. But we're trying to go, we'll I keep trying to go there. Okay. Well, I'll. Fucking I've been go to Steamboat. I've been to a couple places in Colorado, but I've never been to Denver. No, we'll do Denver. I got you. Anyway, so Trevor Story hit a. He now has the longest tracked fucking whatever home run in Derby history, or as long as they've been tracking them at least. At 518 feet. So just a little bit further, but still 518 feet. So I was like, what does that look like? Because I don't get that, right? (laughs) I mean, I'm a basketball court gal. So I was like, okay, so easy one. That'd be 518 $5 footlongs, right? So (laughs) that's a lot of fucking footlongs, right? Or it would be, so the average baseball bat, the average length of an MLB baseball bat supposedly is like 42 inches. So that would be 148 baseball bats in length, 497.3 champagne bottles, 444 large Papa John's pizzas, or 1,015, or what? Yeah, 1,015 high noons stacked on top of each other. Dang. That's insane. Yeah. That's That's very far. I mean, I Aaron the, Judge, yeah, that was far too. But I think yeah. the over/under was like five nineteen on longest hit. So I guess people. Oh, that sucks. Bet that probably fucking lost. Then. Yeah, that was my rabbit hole. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. I think that is um, five hundred and nineteen feet, especially off of a bat, like eighteen five hundred eighteen. That's crazy. It's so crazy. I'm like, I can't even run that far right now. Honestly, uh, no. <laughs> and promise you the answer to that is no <laughs> but yeah that's all i have on the derby so i just in that time finished one high noon so i've got a thousand fourteen more to go yeah you do bitch <laughs> oh shit let's get going yeah yeah that's all i have that's literally all i have yeah i don't have anything else on that either but way to go baseball i will say i haven't really been sending out any picks lately just because i feel like historically i'm not very good in like playoffs situations i think i'm getting a little better but it's just been hard too with like sun's bucks are we moving into basketball yeah we are but i was just saying like oh, yeah before we move into basketball i do i will start handicapping baseball next so i've kind sure. of already been doing that a little bit just not publicly really? so i feel like that will be the next phase is fast is baseball. But I mean, I haven't really had many picks lately just because there's just not a lot of sports on right now. And the sports that are on were generally playoff stuff and where I felt right about it, I would, but there's just times when it's like, yeah, I don't feel good about this. So yeah. Well, Uh, you're not even a year in, so I know it's just like, you know, sometimes I I feel like it's like, what are we even doing? Like, are we gambling at all? But we are well it's also our choice to do whatever we want to do so there's that um cool okay so we'll move from baseball to basketball but first we still have baseball <laughs> there it is i just can't help it it literally that's why my face is so red because <laughs> i'm just like sitting there like yeah you have to say it yeah you just, just gotta get it off your chest <laughs> Um, yeah, NBA playoffs. We've got game four. Um, the Suns are up in the series 2 1. The Bucks finally got a win on with game three with a 20 point lead. You know, I think a lot of people were, you know, still chanting the whole Suns and four thing. I never really thought the Suns would win in four. I do still think they're going to take the series, but I don't think people should be like totally ruling the Bucks out quite yet. Yeah, agreed. Um, we'll see if they can do it again. And, um, Stay tuned for that. And then I think last week, similar to what we were talking about earlier with like the golf stuff, I think last week when we recorded the Stanley Cup finals had not commenced. Yeah. So um, just want to mention that game five of the Stanley Cup finals, Tampa Bay ultimately ended up 
winning. So they are the 2021 Stanley Cup champions going back to back years. Unfortunately, they beat the Stars last year. Um, broke my heart. Freaking Tampa. And um, yeah, I think we're coining them as Champa Bay now. T squared, B squared. <laughs> and yeah, it's crazy how in like the matter of a year and a half, they've become this like title town. Yeah, it's insane. It's um, And I did see an article. I shared a photo. It sounds like in their partying of oh yeah the celebration they maybe maybe uh destroyed the stanley cup a little bit yeah which gotta is, go in for repairs yeah which is wildly um crazy but uh leave it up leave to, it to tampa. tampa to fuck up the stanley cup come on man <laughs> so yeah we'll have to see i didn't really get to like research what happened or like how the i know i'm very curious yeah how that all occurred i'm sure more to come on that but yeah, they fucked it up, it looks like, a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then I think before we wrap, I did want to mention I saw where Roger Federer had to drop out of the yeah. Olympics. Um, I think from a knee injury, maybe? Yeah, I read. So that sucks. Yeah, setback with the knee. Um, have to accept that I must withdraw from the Tokyo Olympic Games, blah, blah, blah. So he will be out. That's... Very sad and unfortunate. I know he is somehow still like killing it in tennis, but I know. So yeah. Um, so I think that's maybe gonna do it for this weird episode. Weird, weird. But have no fear, everyone, because we have a little surprise in store for next week. Yes. Uh I we will uh Keep that to ourselves for now, but you tune in because we may we may shake things up a bit yeah. for next episode. And uh, did you say shake it up a little bit? I did say that. Are you shaking up your tums? You know it. Don't go anywhere without them. <laughs> My God, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. So so definitely stay tuned. You will not want to miss next week's episode. I promise. Yeah. I mean, this episode you probably could have done without, but you know, <laughs> whatever. All of our episodes <laughs> are amazing. You're right. Yeah. Cool. Oh. Well, until then, go like, rate, subscribe, tell a friend. Um, yeah. Review us, rate us five stars, like it, or follow us on Twitter at Kim, the at Women Camp Parlay. <laughs> follow us on Instagram at Women Camp Parlay. Okay. I think we've had enough for the day. We'll talk to you all next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Women can't. Women can't. Women can't. Women can't parlay.